What in the wide, wide world of sports is going on here? Broadcasting live from the greatest city in the world. Austin, Texas, baby. It's Bucky and Aaron. You guys want to play some twos? You know what? Actually, we're kind of in the middle of a conversation. B and E. What's B and E? Bucky Godbolt, Aaron Hogan on the Horn 1049 AM 1260 and hornfm.com with the Longhorns play and Austin Talks Sports. The Indiana Wednesday, final hour for us. Of course, not near the final hour for the Horn. We'll have to hand the baton to light the tower after the top of this hour. And, of course, Jeff Howe will be there with, uh, I believe Jeff will be there with Craig today. Jeff was down in San Antonio last night for that Texas, they called the tour, the Texas Fight Tour. Uh, first of several stops along the way, CDC, Sark, Rodney Terry all there last night getting the fans fired up and, uh, Talking about their teams, so Jeff will have some uh, eyewitness accounts of what went on there. Of course, Craig and Colonel, and then it's uh, Chad and Zay through the midday. Ball don't lie this afternoon. We're talking about uh, tipping fatigue, NFL schedules, which are leaking out today. Little parts of it tomorrow night. They're going to reveal the entire schedule for your favorite team, including the Cowboys. But uh, the international games have been announced, which included the Jacksonville Jaguars playing back-to-back games in London. Which is kind of weird. They're going to stay there for two weeks, essentially. Yeah, you're not coming back. And play uh, Bijan and the Falcons in week four, and then the Buffalo Bills in week five. And, of course, East Coast teams. So that's a, a better flight, an easier flight to uh, to get to London. But, yeah, Jacksonville, and that's led to some conversation from some that maybe the uh, you know the NFL would push to have that franchise relocate to London to bring in that market. They keep sending them there. Uh, we'll see. But uh, uh, so all the games that have been revealed so far – the, the international games, the three in London. I mentioned the other London game is the following week, Ravens-Titans. That's a uh, Lamar Jackson v. what? Who's going to be the quarterback of the Titans this year? It'll be Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill is going to hold on to that gig. Derrick Henry's still there. They drafted Will Levis and his mayonnaise. Uh, okay. Uh, Dolphins-Chiefs in Germany. That'll be a good export. Oh, yeah. That's uh, two against. Last time those two played, they scored like 90 points. Almost 1,000 yards. Almost. I'm in on that game. That's uh, Patrick Mahomes and Tua. Uh, also in Germany will be Colts-Patriots. Who's going to be the quarterback of the Colts this year? Is that Anthony Richardson? What are we doing? Owners already declared it. I mean, they took him with the fourth pick, but most people think he's kind of a project. Could Sam Ellinger be the quarterback? Could start out as the quarterback. Could he? Yeah. Is that, that's, Ty Hend- that's Ty Hendo's quarterback. That's That's my quarterback. Uh, I don't know. Uh, i got to look at that Indianapolis Colts depth chart. But, um, you know, if Anthony Richardson out of Florida is the great athlete, but is he ready to play quarterback? I don't know. Because I don't think Matt Ryan's still there, is he? No. He gone. Where is Matt Ryan? Is he playing? He's on vacation. Golfing. I don't know. Good for him. He made a lot of money. He did make a lot of money, man. Damn near won a Super Bowl, Matt Ryan. That guy played for a lot of years. Well, look, is Matt Ryan on a roster? Matty Ice? Your Boston College guy. My guy is chilling. Oh, yeah, he's still a free agent. He's uh, looking for a gig. They'll call him game five, game six when the quarterback goes down. Oh, it says here he's still on the Colts. But uh, Sammy? No, no, no. Matt Ryan. Is, it, is he still on the Colts? He's on the roster? But Sammy Ellinger could be the starter this year if Anthony Richards is not ready, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Gardner Minshew's there, too. Oh, oh, they brought in Minshew Mania. Thank you, Ty. Thank you, Ty. Well, you know, come on. Sammy can beat him out. Let's go. Head to head. Hey, Buck, also announced today the uh, Dolphins and Jets on Black Friday. 
Dolphins and Jets. That's going to be the first ever NFL. It's a 3 o'clock game. 3 o'clock on Black Friday, the day after Thanksgiving. Um, that's Aaron Rodgers against Tua. Uh, also, Christmas Day. There's going to be a Christmas Day triple header this year. The game that's been revealed, Giants-Eagles, so the divisional game in Philadelphia. And then the Bengals and Chiefs. That's a, gosh, that's the second year in a row that those two teams have played late in the regular season. That's going to be New Year's Eve that Cincinnati will play Man. Kansas City. And, of course, remember, they played this year, and then they turned around and played again. Yep, two weeks later. Yeah, it's been those, you know, the last three Super Bowls have featured either the Chiefs or the Bengals out of the AFC. Um, this says, uh, Matt Ryan is a free agent. Thank you very much, CB. This says, I think the Colts owner owes Matt Ryan $13 million still. Oof. Yeah, let's go golf, Matt. Yeah, really. What time? He's 38. Let's just go hit the golf ball around. I feel like he could be a good TV guy. Who, Matt Ryan? He seems he may be a little boring. What, too long of a neck? Got a long neck. <laughs> long, long neck. neck. He's got a handsome, he's a handsome looking dude. Uh, but yeah, I guess he could. He's no Romo. Well, Jason Witten was pretty boring. and Jason Witten was dull. That, that didn't that last did, long. That didn't either. work. No. He got the hair plugs and everything. Didn't work. Ty, are you already getting the gooseys in there? Thinking about losing all your gambling money on these games? Oh, I always bet on the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm feeling it this year. I'm feeling it this year. We went through the Cowboys schedule, man. It's not easy. I mean, no one has an easy schedule. That's not that's the NFL. But no, uh, I'm about to make my cash on oh. Colorado University of Colorado. I'm about to get. I wonder what that over under is. Oh, it came. That's that has. If if they have the Big Twelve records on up there, I bet I bet there's there's some for the the Pac-12 Three. as well. Three, the over no, they'll have it up to get people to to bite on it, and it's going to go under. I bet it's like six and a half, six. There's no chance. Where's Ve- Where's my flight? Currently, to Vegas? right now, Colorado's over under win total is three and a half. Ooh, That's what look I was at thinking. You, Bucky. Yeah, three and a half. Because they're not good. That's a hard number, though. It's hard to take under three. I'm going under. I watched those high schoolers. No, uh, that is, that's not well, changing. Well, they got 65 guys in the portal. <laughs> that's, How many guys can you bring in? No, after Lincoln Riley gets a hold of that group and tries to dismantle that whole program by 80. Well, that won't be till you know. We'll see. Dion's bringing in some dudes. He says, I'm bringing in dudes. Remember he said after the spring game, don't think this is the team that's going to be going to Texas. Bringing in some dookie really housers. That's what you bring in. Cutting all these dudes and bringing in some other guys. No. That's still that's the, the under. For for you for CU, yeah, that's they, no. They play TCU. They play Nebraska. They play Loss, Colorado Loss. State. Hey, Matt Rule gets his first victory. Oregon, early. Oregon, Austin Stadium, Loss. USC is late September in Boulder. Lost. Arizona State. Lost. Stanford, UCLA, Loss. Oregon State. They may be able to beat Stanford. Who's coaching Stanford? They now? got a new coach this year. Yeah, they hired the. Uh, oh, that's what I'm saying. Stanford may be one they can win. UCLA, no. Oregon State, no. Arizona. They'll be Cal if they play Cal. They do not play Cal. <laughs> they don't play Cal, no. They don't have three wins there. They'll get, what will Utah try to do to them? Oh, Cam Rising back for another year. It can't be Washington State, Man, no. Talk about Utah. A double, their whole entire backfield is Texas quarterbacks. With yes. Quiddy and Jackson this year and Cam and Rising still there. Who, That's where, cool. Utah? Yeah. Oh, Quinden. Yeah, he's still there, isn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh that's because he's like he was just a freshman, was he? Not yeah, right. last year. No, like, I mean, no, he's like a redshirt sophomore. I think we okay. as college football fans have to stop with the question of is he still there? Yeah, he's still there. Like tech- <laughs> we're so used to him not being there, they're well, gone. I'm like st- UTSA is still going to have their quarterback, like the kid Frank for the Harris. seventh year. Yeah, yeah. They and won. then somebody told me he's still got another year of eligibility after that. It can't be. 
It's like a professional down there. And you, <laughs> and, uh, I think he's older than most NFL quarterbacks, Frank Harris. Good player, though. He's led him to back-to-back conference titles. And, uh, you know, he's coming back for the road runners. When the Buffaloes play USC, I got the over in that because USC alone is going to get the over. It's going to be like 77, <laughs> at least, 80. Yes. Caleb Williams with uh, oh. Cliff Kingsbury now, his off his quarterback guru, along with Lincoln Riley. Well, it, the question for USC, are they going to play any defense this year? they got a lot of transfers. Well, if they can play Georgia some defense. Because so you look at the, the top teams, right? And um, as we've talked about in college football, Alabama, Georgia, and Ohio State are replacing not just quarterbacks, but replacing really good quarterbacks, right? I mean, they're, you know, it's, it, yes, in your program – you know, Georgia's been good, Ohio State's been good, Alabama, but you know, Bryce Young's not just a quarterback, right? He's a Heisman Trophy winning quarterback. Stetson Bennett, not just a quarterback. He won back to back national championships. CJ Stroud was the second pick of the draft. He was a really good player. So you you know, are you gonna dip a little at quarterback? Uh so those those are t- top three. Well, this is where you put you put like Texas, you know, Michigan brings back their quarterback, JJ McCarthy. Um, and, and are kind of built with with Jim Harbaugh now. Yes, you know USC with Caleb Williams, Texas coming back with Quinn Ewers, and then Malik Murphy if if they need him. Yeah, I'm starting to feel about Texas like I do about the Michigan program. They're they're they they could be there for the long haul now. Well, that's the hope, right? You're trying to build it right. Yeah, and that's it. Took Jim Harbaugh longer. He had yes, some it did. stops and starts, and wanted to recruit his kind of guys. But yeah, I mean, you're you had to spend the night over at kickers' houses. By the way, was that the kicker that the 49ers <laughs> took in the third round? That miss was. Is, is that the that? guy that I missed think that's... in in the playoffs? No, that was Ohio State. I'm just being stupid. Yeah, but the, I think it was on the was that in the third or fourth round? Third. Did, did he have a sleepover co- with the kicker or something? Jake Moody, yeah, Jake Moody. From how Michigan. many how many Michigan guys got drafted this year? I mean, Quite a bit. The Cowboys got two of them. Yeah, uh, is Mozzie Smith and. Uh, uh, who's the other Michigan guy they took? Schoonmaker. Oh, the did tight somebody the running back picks. is coming back again? Who? Yeah. Michigan's, Michigan's going to run the ball, you just, and they're going to have good offensive lines. It's just the, the style of play. Uh, play good defense. And, and I, look, I think J.J. McCarthy at Michigan is one of the best quarterbacks in college football. I think he's a really good player. Yeah, I mean, that's how he's I feel about Texas. I think they're at that that point right now with uh, with Sark. Yeah, the, the uh, Niners took Jake Moody with the 99th pick. A kicker out of Michigan. Top 100. And I do think that's the guy that when Jim Harbaugh like stayed at his house on a recruiting trip. Worth he it, was I like guess. a sought-after high school kicker, I think. But, yeah, he went 60 for 60 on PATs. He had almost all of, all the goals, kicks were cut touchbacks, made a bunch of field goals. I don't know. But that, that seemed – I mean, a kicker went before Roshan Johnson. That's dumb. Come on now. The kicker? Yeah, Blake Corm, he's back again, right? By the way, ask the Cowboys about when your kicker goes, oh. goes point shaver. <laughs> well, they had yeah, enough still, of that with still, their quarterback. We still won those games. With it, with Maher? With Maher. They're bringing him back? I was thinking that your quarterback Word. was doing more point shaving than your kicker. Maher is back. I think Jerry said they're looking at other veteran options, though. Is Maher going to get rid of the yips? Is that the deal? Oh. What's the plan there? Because he had him last year. You know this? On, I'd be uh, kicking into that giant screen all day. Did you, did you say Dak was point shaving? You know, <laughs> in the last three seasons, Dak Prescott has started 33 regular season games and thrown 29 interceptions. It's a high number. Stop that by running the ball. With I know it's Tony the NFL. Pollard. With Tony Pollard. Yeah. Well, okay. So we're there. You go. There's some NFL college football mix. But no. Point of your to your point that this Texas kind of on the the Michigan path. Mm-hmm. You no, know, this would be the year to step forward and do that, right? Yeah. Uh, I believe so. To leave the Big Twelve, 
you know, in the Big 12 championship game or winning the Big 12 championship. With a boot right in the Big 12's ass on the way out the door. Well, and look, I'm, I grew up in, in Northeast Ohio. My dad's a big Ohio State fan. People know that. So, it's it, you know, him turning that, that rivalry, him flipping it, I mean, after all the losses and the bad losses and got – you know, it really started when Ryan Day started popping off about scoring 100 points. Remember that? It did. Yeah. And like, like Ryan. I'm going to put a half a hundy on him. And remember, Jim Harbaugh had the old, you know, hey, listen, those who are born on third base, um, don't you didn't hit a home run. Like, essentially calling out Ryan Day that he's not Urban Meyer. You inherited Urban Meyer's program. Uh, you're not going to keep it to that level. And, of course, he's proven that point. Last two years, he smacked him around in that game. And, um, you know, they, they're planning to do it again. And I think J.J. McCarthy is a really good player at quarterback for them. So, But point being, you know, I think Texas and USC are two teams sitting in spots where if they are as good as they, they can be and they do reach their ceiling, mm-hmm. they don't have a, a conference rival to derail them. You know what I'm saying? Like USC should run away with the Pac-12. Yes. Oregon, okay. Um, well, they, I— They don't have—there's not another— Potentially, again, if everybody plays to their, their their ceiling, which we know everybody does, and just for this, the sake of this conversation, there's not another team in the Pac-12 that can challenge USC, and I don't think there's Except another for maybe team. Utah. I, I mean, if I mean they're just they've just got such a veteran coach, and I mean, and their players are they're just a bunch. That's just a physical group, but they're not as good as Oregon as USC. Um, yeah, USC loading up Lincoln Riley. Uh, I think we forget. Lincoln Riley's a really good coach. He is. <laughs> he's a really good coach, and he's got the best quarterback in the country who's drawing Patrick Mahomes comparisons, big picture. Uh, but so, you know, USC has a – point being, USC and Texas could have a path to the Final Four if they can live up to expectation because there's not another team in their conference that's going to be that good. Where, you know, if you're Georgia, you've got LSU, you've got Alabama, you've got teams in your conference that are good. I mean, if you're Michigan, you've got Ohio State to deal with. Uh, and if they get things back on track with Ryan Day, um, you know Clemson's another team that I think we stopped talking about with Clemson. You know, Clemson is going to have Cade Klubnick. They brought in Garrett Riley, Lincoln's brother, to run the offense. You know the ACC. Is there another really really good team in the ACC? Is North Carolina with our guy Mac Brown? I don't know. I think Clemson is uh, is got as a team that to keep an on. And uh, what are you hearing? Because I know you're a Westlake guy, Ty. So you keep up with uh, Cade Klubnick. Feeling good about that? Yeah, I played with his older brother, um, Reed, who played at Yale, receiver. Um, but, yeah, I mean, I've, all the updates I've gotten have been positive. Okay. You know, he's a real – he's a man of faith, and he's a good leader, so I expect good things from him. Well, I just think, uh, well, the only four teams – I mean, this is the last year with just a four-team playoff. Right. You know, USC and Texas really shouldn't have a have a peer. And, anyway, that's a big mouthful to say for Texas because it's been so long. But to your point, if they're on that Michigan trajectory – Yep. And Oklahoma's just not back yet through the rebuild with Red Venables. And K-State loses Deuce Vaughn and Felix Unudike Ozoma and a bunch of key guys from that team. Texas Tech may be you know, there, but not on Texas's level. Yeah, I mean, you're not playing in a championship. Those teams aren't winning it. You're finding ways to lose it. Yeah, now that'd be right. You'd be your own fault. Who can beat Texas in the Big 12? Probably Texas. That yep. would be the answer at this point. And I, I would say – and, and, there's, and there's still the one position I still – I, I just don't know about on this team, and I think it's the defensive line. And I, I they they're losing guys. Guys, have gone. I'm just not quite sure because I that's the only spot I, I like with the, the young linebackers. I think they'll do pretty well. I like that secondary an awful lot for Texas. I mean, they're they got they got guys that want to get to the ball. They also get guys that can tackle in the secondary. Quarterback, if 
if Quinn Ewers is is where he should be going into year number two, then that that shouldn't be a problem getting the ball and spreading the ball to the right right spots. I mean, if if the team believes in what the coach is calling, that shouldn't be a problem. But I still think a little bit about the defensive line. He, will they be? I mean, in this conference, they should be as physical as anybody that they'll play against. Well, I, I'm going to believe in in Bo Davis and what we saw last year. You know, they they lose more Ojemo and they lose Keandre Coburn, but mm-hmm. they got Tavondre Sweat back. Okay. Byron Murphy should be the war daddy in the middle. Uh, Alfred Collins, it's his year to shine. Well, he doesn't have up. any more years to shine, does he not? I mean, it, yeah, but this it, is his last his, year to shine, right? He needs to take that leap. And uh, they brought in the kid from Michigan, Trill, Minnesota, Trill Carter. They've also got Vernon Broughton. And on the edges, you know it's uh, Baron Sorrells. Um, and then the, the cast who's going to play the other edge. I, I like the interior a lot. And I love the fact that they got the kid from Minnesota as a transfer who's just coming off a year where he played his best football and was honorable mention all Big Ten. I, I, and I just trust Bo Davis. I think he's going to get, like, the, like we saw last year, it's going to be a real physical group in the front, and they'll go toe-to-toe with anybody. The The question for Texas is the edge of that, right? Yes, the edge, and people getting to the edge on them. And generating pass rush and finishers off the edge. Is that where Anthony Hill, the freshman, all of a sudden becomes a guy that goes Micah Parsons, and we just say, you know what? He'll eventually be a really good linebacker for us, but right now we just need him to be athletic and go go chase quarterbacks uh, and set the edge, uh, the freshman out of Denton Ryan. You know, we saw that last year at LSU with Harold Perkins. Remember Harold Perkins was the hotshot freshman out of Texas. He goes to LSU, and he turns into an all-SEC player because they did well, that similar. That dude was an animal. They did similar. They just said, go tackle the ball. and uh, We have enough know, guys inside. And Anthony Hill was, you know, Harold Perkins was the best player in the state and on defense the year previous. This year it was Anthony Hill. And you wonder if the Longhorns would employ him or deploy him in a similar way. We certainly saw that in the spring game. I mean, that's what they were doing with him. Uh, you know, Pete Kwiatkowski just ma- weaponizing him to get after it. All right, we'll come back. Yeah, when- and another year in that system with, with, uh, with Coach you know what I mean? Bo Davis. Oh, yeah. Another year in the weight room. Another year of depth. And, uh, yeah, I I think they're ready. Within the Big 12, I mean, we could debate whether that SEC ready, getting there. But the Big 12, I don't know how you – know, K-State is a big physical team you got to deal with. Right? Now, do you, do you leave Baylor out of that? I mean, oh, no, they've I been they're... up and down and up and down. You know, they lose a lot on that offensive line. But I'm sure they've recruited to, to guys. I mean, they missed a couple of really key guys on the offensive line. But they've got a good running back. Well, they've they're got their quarterback. Four of their five offensive linemen at Baylor, yeah. and the Siaki Ika, the draft pick, the defensive tackle Monster, is gone. Yeah, yeah. I, I, you know, I, I don't know about Dave Aranda's team. We can, you know, they've been so Jekyll and Hyde so far, really better than God, they lost a lot in that defense two years ago. And the defense was the issue. I know Blake Shapin at quarterback gets a lot of the criticism, and he wasn't great. But man, that that the, the reason they won the Big Twelve in year two for Dave Aranda was the defense. Like they didn't allow thirty points in one game the whole season in Big Twelve play, except in the, the that was a thirty point game last year. They six times. Yeah, I was worried about shaping that he was starting to get that little Tuaism in him. Well, he's falling funny, but that's that offensive line. Well, if, you, if you're Dave Aranda, your problem is defense, and uh, yes, quarterback. But he, the style of play he wants to play, he doesn't want to be in shootouts with people. He wants no, he his, wants to run the ball, and he's got a, he's got a nice runner. Yeah, well, the defense fell apart last year. At Baylor, and they need to rebuild that. So I don't put them. We had the over under win totals. Baylor sitting there, what five and a half, six and a half, five and a half, six and a half. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we'll come back when we do. It's our buddy Nick Shuley. He's got the live music update. Some great shows coming your way, and Nick always brings passes for you to go see shows. We'll have that coming next. It's Bucky and Aaron. 
Oh, man, we got a little something for everybody on our live music update coming up with our buddy Nick Shuley because if you, you want to take your lady out for Mother's Day and get her all, you know what I'm saying, Bucky, in the mood. <laughs> yeah, in the man. Mood, we got you. If you're into to the H-Town rap scene, we got you. If you're, uh, Ty, you asked earlier where to meet girls. If you're a single guy, I know where to go. I did not ask that. <laughs> <laughs> well, if you I said, you're asking for, well, for some dating tips and things about dates and how much it would cost. I, if you are a single guy out there, I know where to go to meet some pretty ladies um, this week. And Nick's going to guide us through the roadmap. Also, one of my favorite artists in the world is in town this weekend you know, for three shows. So we'll run through that coming up. He is Nick Shuley and the live music update. What's up, Nick? What's going on, guys? You are. Uh, now, you also said there's a big Texas One Fund event coming up that not cheap, but uh, it's it's kind of a cool opportunity. Yeah, it, it'll definitely be a, a, a small and kind of a, a good good chance to uh, hang out with uh, Steve Sarkeesian and Coach Rodney Terry. It's at Austin Country Club. Yeah, Austin Country Club, June first, and you can get tickets. It's a thousand dollars a couple for the for the happy hour, but uh, it's some 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 good quality time with the coaches. Yeah, at ACC, great spot, and uh, Sark and RT, thousand bucks, Buck. Come on now, it benefits well, the NIL. That. I'm getting fed, right? Uh, I believe there will be uh, hors d'oeuvres, but don't quote me on that. <laughs> Ooh, you got just drinks? <laughs> you got something to chew on. Just me and Coach not drinking, just hanging out, having yeah. lemonade. Yeah, well, there there will be there will be beverages there. All right, we're also going to give you another opportunity to be at that Lonely Land show coming up at Saxon Pub on the fifteenth. Uh, Nick, always nice enough to bring uh, some guest list spots for you, so you can get out and see some of this great live music. He is the president of the. Austin Music Movement, and always looking to support live music in Austin, Texas. Before we get into the to the top ten, which includes something for everybody this week, it's a great music week. Uh, ACL lineup was announced yesterday. Yes, it was. And uh, I wanted to get your register your excitement meter and get some of the local acts that are going to be playing. I, I am a big fan of this lineup. I, I think uh, in the majority of things I've seen about it online, et cetera, are pretty positive. Yeah, uh, me too. I, I actually ran into uh, Amy Corbin this morning at Starbucks who who books ACL Fest and uh, said the same thing to her. And, and she said the, the, the feedback's been positive and they do such a great job. It's so well, like I worked there for about nine years and it's it, the, the tough thing for people to understand for them is you're trying to you're trying to please everybody and but you're also doing that off of booking who's touring et cetera. so it's such a a jigsaw puzzle to kind of put it together and get it going but they do such a great job there awesome uh kendrick lamar foo fighters mumford and sons odessa the lumineers shania twain uh alanis morissette hosier but there's also some local flavor that are going to be playing over the three days both weekends yeah they're they're and yeah most of these I think they do one. Some of them do two, but there, there's some good, good local uh, music to check out. And uh, the, the, my top one is Angel White. Go listen. Go listen to him. He is so good. Up and coming country guy. He's managed by a, a rock star, Chloe. That she's she's out of Austin too. And he's I believe he's from Dallas, Fort Worth, but lives kind of lives in Austin and lives and kind of goes between the two. But uh, kind of a, a eclectic uh, for the Jason Isbell fans, yeah. that that type of country. Angel White, I like it. And then uh, Calder Allen's there too. Uh, Terry Allen's grandson. Uh, he played. He's another Americana artist that's really good. There's uh, Grace Sorensen on there. If you haven't checked her out, she I believe is from Cedar Park, and it's uh, soulful R and B. And she's a uh, she's got some great. Uh, like visual pieces to her show. She's a dancer, does all these things. She's really cool. Nice. Love it. All right. So, yeah, they always do a great job of booking the the top of the bill, but then local bands 
uh, also get a shot at, uh, to be in front of huge crowds at ACL Fest at three weekend or two weekends coming up in October. Tickets went on sale yesterday, so uh, check the lineup. All right, this week I'm excited about this week <laughs> because you're number one on your list, and I saw your top ten is a show I plan on planning to be at this weekend. But what are your what are your favorite shows this weekend, including a good friend of ours at the Green Hall? Uh, coming up this weekend. Yeah, Mr. Wade Bowen, if you haven't gotten a chance to go out and see him, it's, it's worth your time. I think those shows are actually sold out. He's playing uh, Friday and Saturday at Green Hall. Wade's awesome. Great guy, too, out of Waco, Texas. Yes, he and, is. Uh, one of those Texas Tech Texas uh, singers, and, uh, boy, he's a, couldn't be a nicer guy. Yeah, he, I've heard great things. I never met the guy, but I've heard great things. Nine on the list. Where are we going? So I, I'm going to send you on Saturday the 13th to Emos to see a band called Valley, and they are a airy kind of pop keyboard band, but really, really catchy. All right, so that's uh, Valley at Emos. Uh, and here's one. This is the one, Buck, if you've got Mama, right, your <laughs> yeah. Mother's Day extravaganza, and you want to get her, you know, pretty much for most of our guys out there, the mama of your children, have her a good time. How about, what is this one there? It's at HEB Center at Cedar Park. Sunday, it looks like Mother's Day itself. What are we doing? We got the Mother's Day R and B jam. Oh, it's oldies <laughs> featuring Keith Sweat. <laughs> there you go, t- twisting the night away over there, uh, and then uh, Sisters with Voices, as well as a, a bunch of other R and B artists. What a, what a Mother's Day booking! I like that one. Yeah, get him in. Robert there. couldn't make it, huh? Robert R. Kelly's in jail. <laughs> oh, dude. Are you st- he is. He's still in jail. <laughs> he has some travel complications. Yeah, he's, he's getting for the rest of his life. I think he's in jail. Come on, man. Am I going to go free R. Kelly? Am I going to go out there? I'm going to write him a letter. I'm going to write him a letter. You should have written him a letter a long time long, ago. A long time ago, yeah. You're way late on that, dude. Man. Your guy. No. Keith Sweat, though. You, you were a Keith Sweat fan, I was. Buck, right? Yes, I was. Give me some of that time. This will get Mama going. Twisting. You know who's going to be at this show, Buck? Harge. Bobby, Bobby Brown, you're going to be there. Harge. Blue about, shoes will be flowing. Blue shoes, Bobby Brown, he coming too? Harge will be there. That's out his neck of the woods to HEB Center at Cedar Park, Sunday, Mother's Day, with Keith Sweat and the R&B Jam. I love it. Robert R. is on uh, appealing his. Yeah, he's not going to win. <laughs> no, not after I saw that documentary. He was sentenced think. to 30 years in prison in a New York federal court. Robert R. Kelly. Oof. New York's after yeah. everybody, aren't they? That uh, he did that Criminals. interview with Gail King, right? <laughs> yeah, where he was like crying. Oh. <laughs> Nick Shuley is here with our live music update. We are at number uh, f- seven on the countdown. Oh, the Saxon Pub, always great. This is also a show or in the next week. Yeah, this is this is uh, an early one. It's uh, it's pretty much always there every Tuesday. If you haven't seen David Grissom at the Saxon Pub, he's definitely worth seeing. He played guitar for John Mellencamp for a long time and and puts on a heck of a show. I, and I'm pretty sure that one's. A happy hour show, so I think that one's free. Get home in time to go to bed, right, yeah. for a show like ours. How about this? Uh, at Antone's coming up over the weekend, Saturday night. This is a great show. Yeah, this is for the the, the Austinites, the people that have been here for a long time. Uh, Ian Moore is playing Antone's, and he used to play all the time. And uh, Ian Moore, what a blast from the past that is. Yeah. That's that, awesome. That'll be a good one. And uh, Aaron, I believe this is the one you're referring to that is the, the place to meet the meet the ladies. Yeah, Ty, if you want to tell one of your buddies that's single – uh, that's looking for a lady friend. Uh, the place to be is Waterloo Records on uh, on Friday or yeah. Thursday. Friday, Friday, I believe at uh, at four p.m. Parker McCollum's going to be doing oh, an in store yeah. at Waterloo. God, I'll Parker. be out of town, but I'm always that's my boy. <laughs> Parker McCollum doing the in store at Waterloo. This isn't up on stage. He's going to be standing there right there yeah. at the Waterloo. Yeah, Last and- time I did see him, I did take a I did take a girl and. 
How'd that go? She liked it. <laughs> she liked I, it. Yeah, I think I've taken my girlfriend to all all the times I've seen him. I better be careful. She definitely liked she she liked him more than me. That's yeah. that's for sure. <laughs> well, that's, that, yeah, you're gonna lose that most of the time with Parker, <laughs> the rising and ascending star who got his start, his first uh, first country station to ever play his music, mm-hmm. Coke FM. Coke FM down the hall, our buddy Eric Rains helped uh, get that going for for Parker, and he's taken off without a doubt. So that's a that's a new record he's got coming out then. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and he'll be he'll be here for a, a show that's later on the list. Okay, uh, big band, but traveling band this weekend too at Moody Center. Yeah, lots of lots of classics this week. We've got we've got the Cure at Moody Center, which I think will make a lot of people happy. And you know, yep. they, they've been touring for man. The Cure how long has that been? 80s. I mean, gosh, way back into the 80s. The Cure in town at Moody, and then Parker McCollum, part of a bill at the iHeart Country Festival. The rivals over there, they're they're putting on a big one. Yeah, this one's at the Moody Center on Saturday. It's the the iHeart Country Festival with Luke Bryan, Kane Brown, Sam Hunt, Parker McCollum, and there's a bunch more artists on that. That is a show I will not go to. It's all the pretty boy country singers. <laughs> not in. I like Luke Bryan on American Idol because we watch American Idol, uh, my wife's favorite show. She's watched every season. I don't. I like him because he's a he's a good guy. Does a good job as judge. I hate his music. It's just terrible. Yeah, the the I I had a very uncomfortable moment at his show where you know I I somebody had given me really good seats and I was up near the front row and uh, and he does this dance where he kind of just shakes his butt the whole time. It's what he's you know what he's famous for and and he's you know pointing and making eye contact <laughs> with all the girls in the front row and I'm sitting there and my face and I remember I made direct eye contact with him and I just shook my head. No, not not me. No, 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 not me, Luke. No, don't look so, me up and but down, he was, Luke. He was great live though, and he the guy's a heck of a songwriter. <laughs> Yes, and he's a good performer, and uh, just not my cup of tea. Yeah, I'm not into his dancing. This is you. For, this is for you, Ty. You and your crew, number two on the list. Oh, I love this. And the, the H-Town Throwdown, there, Nick. This one's huge. Slim Thug, Paul Wall, Little yes. Flip, Chameleonaire, yes. Zero, Little Kiki. Like it that's, is. That's all the greats, right? I mean, there. they they nailed it. What a all what that a live. And it's at the the Round Rock Amphitheater, which I actually haven't been out there. I, I need to check that yeah, out. Give us some eyewitness accounts of the Round Rock Amphitheater. I believe that that's Nutty Brown Cafe's new spot, right? When Nutty Brown, your old neighbor's buck, mm-hmm. at the Nutty Brown Cafe, that's now an H-E-B in the process of being built. And I believe that's the Round Rock Amphitheater. And they're doing the H-Town Throwdown uh, on Saturday. You know, Zay will be there, buck. That'll be a Zay show. That's... Zay ain't going there. Come on, man. H-Town Throwdown. Zay's going to be on the couch. No. <laughs> he'll be thinking, of, he'll be thinking about Zay'll that show. Zay will be at the H-E-B Center for that gig with yeah. Keith Sweat. He's an H-Town rap guy. Uh, I, you know, my son probably wants to go to that show, too. And they got the, they got the Astros logo as the H-Town Throwdown. Yeah, third Coast. The Love Third it. Coast. Love it. And uh, number one on the list, uh, one that uh, I'm going to be at, I think Saturday, is uh, pretty darn good. What do we got? We got uh, Jason Isbell in the 400 unit. He's playing Thursday through Saturday at ACL Live at Moody Theater. And if you have not seen Jason, do yourself a favor and get out there. He puts on an incredible show. His band's so good, and just one of my favorite songwriters out there right now. A generational songwriter, and he's already got—he's already dropped a couple of tracks off his new album, which is coming out in June, and it's just more of the same, just tremendous songwriting. But as we always say with Jason Isbell, he's you know started as working at the Muscle Shoals Studios, a session musician, guitar player. I mean, he would tell you more than even a songwriter or a singer. He's a guitar player. Uh, he's elite uh, playing the guitar, and his whole band, the 400 Unit, are phenomenal. So three shows at Moody. Also, it was announced this week that ACL TV is going to be taping Jason Isbell and the 400 Unit in June, part of three new tapings that they've announced for the upcoming season. So uh, Jason Isbell, one of the best going right now, is out there as well. Nick, good stuff right there. What are you going to be attending this weekend? I, I'm, Buck's going to be out there with Keith Sweat. 
I well, I actually have to be at a wedding this weekend, so I got to figure out wh- when I will actually be here. But if I had my my choice, I would definitely be at the H Town Throwdown for sure. Let's and go. honestly, I would I would check out this Mother's Day R and B jam because <laughs> I've never North seen North. Keith sweat. I would love to see him do do twist. Like just seen him about twenty five years ago, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> That's true. All right. Somebody said that is at the Round Rock Amp, not the Round Rock Amphitheater. What's the difference? I'm confused. I'm not familiar with Round Rocker. You Round Rockers, let us know. Yeah, let us know. Round oh, Rockers. I need to get out there. Nick Shuley. Uh All right, man. Uh, I always neglect it. How can people follow you? I know you've been doing some podcasts with some former Longhorn basketball <laughs> players I was watching. How can people follow Nick Shuley and uh, make sure they're getting all the, the multimedia talents? Oh, Lord. I guess just follow my, my Instagram or my Twitter. It's N-I-C-K-S-H-U-L-E-Y. Nick Shuley. Uh, what was that? You were talking to, like, I saw you, t- you interviewing DJ Augustine and a bunch of former Longhorns. <laughs> well, yeah, we. I, I was trying to help start a, a Texas basketball podcast, and, we, uh, and it was, you know, Royale, DJ, and another player to be named later. But that other player to be named later kind of dropped out. I'm sure he'll get back in. And so they tapped me in the uh, least qualified of, of all that room. <laughs> you know, it's Augustine and, and Ivy. But it's been fun. It was, it's called Brotherhood, but it's spelled with a U-T. For the brother. I love it. All right. Well, good stuff. Thank you, Nick. Appreciate it. We'll see you next Wednesday. And uh, on the way to the timeout, we'll give away two spots at the Lonely Land show. That's uh, Bob Schneider, right? Yep. Uh, Lonely Land at Saxon Pub Monday? Yeah, Monday. Every, every, every uh, Monday? Every Monday. Yeah. So if you want to be on the guest list there, we appreciate Nick for helping arrange that. Uh, Ty will pick a caller, and you could be at the Lonely Land show on Monday to get out and see some live music in the ATX. Appreciate you, Nick. We'll come right back. It's uh, B&E on a Wednesday. They see me rolling. It's Bucky and Aaron. Oh, man, that's part of that H-Town throwdown out there at uh, Round Rock Amphitheater. Chameleonaire. Chameleonaire. Yeah, Chameleonaire. Chameleonaire? I like like Chameleonaire. I like that Longhorn transfer portal player coming from UT Arlington. It's uh, spelled with a C-H, but they pronounce it Kendall, not Chendall. Kendall, Kendall Weaver, but uh, he's coming in. So Chameleon Air, uh, the H-Down throwdown. Uh, so there you go. Appreciate that. Who won our tickets to the Saxon Pub Bob Schneider show? Jerry Schneider. Where'd he go, Jerry Schneider? No Jerry relation? Jerry Schneider. Bob Schneider, a legend. Legend in Central Texas. Uh, uh, also a legend, Bob Huggins, Buck. So this, uh, dude. this homophobic slur that Bob Huggins uttered a couple times on a radio show on Monday is going to cost him not his job. He will still be the head basketball coach at West Virginia, according to Pete Thamel. It's going to cost him a million dollars, a million bucks in salary reduction. He's going to be suspended, and he's got to complete sensitivity training. What? (laughs) Sensitivity training? He's got to do that too? Maybe we'll see him there. (laughs) Probably. Hi, I am Bob. (laughs) Hi, guys. Hi. I'm Bob. Are you guys on the radio? Are you guys ever sensitive? Insensitive? Uh, yeah. Yeah, Bob. Not like that. Yeah, well, there you go. We've got uh, riding dirty, million, million bucks. Is that worth it? He's still going to make $3.2 million, not $4.2 million, Yeah, how about that? That put him in a poor house, didn't it? Still a million bucks. Out for being dumb, saying dumb things. And uh, he, that's the case. And there was some thought that maybe he would lose his job. Not going to be the case for him. Also, Buck, I it saw this. It is West this. Virginia, by the way. You know, the most famous female athlete uh, online and really in this country the last 
two years has been this gymnast at uh, LSU named Olivia Dunn. Mm-hmm. Libby Dunn. By the way, I saw Olivia Dunn now recently doing a commercial for some new workout gear. Some gear? She's very talented. Very talented, according to Ty. Libby Dunn, she has been the most successful female athlete within the NIL realm because she's got uh, you know a million millions of Instagram followers, and uh, she's a gymnast. She's very pretty. Uh, now, you know who else goes to LSU? Women's nas- national women's national champion basketball player Angel Reese. Well, Angel Reese has joined Livy Dunn. She has signed a one point four million dollar NIL deal, and she, along with Livy Dunn, are going to appear in this year's edition of the Sports Illustrated Swimsuit Edition. Swimsuit Edition magazine. Dang, girls. Yes. So both of those LSU student athletes are going to appear. And now Angel Reese is the best player on that team. Livy Dunn's not the best gymnast at LSU, is she? No. (laughs) I did watch the SEC Gymnast Championships, though. Are you sick? No, it was here. It was on here. (laughs) You were working. He was working. Yeah, well, he's yeah. working for us at that time, probably. He's on behind me, probably. LSU's Angel Reese, it says here, has signed an NIL deal with Sports Illustrated, and she will appear in the upcoming magazine. So good for them. And the ladies are getting it done. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. And so far, Arch Manning still no making no uh, no NIL money. He's not going to be making, taking any NIL money at Texas until he's a starting quarterback, according to his grandpa. Grandpa says. Grandpa knows what's best. Archie. Although I'd be having to talk with Grandpa. What? Look, Texas better slow. I mean, they've got, you know, we know Quinn Ewers on a pretty heavy NIL deal. And uh, apparently the reports are that Malik Murphy is now on a pretty good one because he had a lot of suitors that wanted Malik Murphy to join them, their program. Uh, it's probably good that Arch has that Grandpa grandpa rule. Grandpa Can you Arch. imagine seeing Bob Huggins in sensitivity training walking in the doors area? Next to you and me? Yeah. Really, <laughs> really, Huggy? Come on, man. We do radio four hours every day. Dude, I'm day. about to turn 68. That dude is an old 69, I'll tell you that. Listen, we do radio four warm. hours a day every day for 20-plus years. We've never said anything that dumb. No. We said some dumb no, stuff. We said some dumb stuff. We say some dumb stuff every day, but, man. Not that dumb. No, not that dumb. We didn't cost us a million bucks. Not yet, at least. No. All right, well, I'll see you in sensitivity training. Have a no. wonderful Wednesday, everybody. Stay dry out there. Ty, great stuff. Good luck with your... Parlays tonight. You got any picks? Pirates money line. Pittsburgh? Oh, yeah. That's You're kind of liking the Pirates. They're good. They went on a little swoon there last week, did they not? They'll get back to normal here shortly. So the Rangers. They're back, too. So the Rangers. Ah, they lost last night. <laughs> yeah. Hey, have a wonderful Wednesday. If you missed any part of our show, the podcast always there at hornfm.com. Coming next is Light the Tower. Jeff Craig and the crew. Have a great Wednesday.